WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. We're going to take a trip right now. Like we always do about this time. This is a journey into sound. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest this week is the musician and archivist, Rick Wilkerson. Rick is a co-founder of the Indiana Music History Project an organization devoted to researching and promoting Indiana music history. One of the projects created by the Indiana Music History Project is the Indiana Musicpedia, an alphabetically listed compendium of Indiana musicians in music-related businesses. To celebrate Rick's work with the Indiana Musicpedia, we have a special two-part edition of Cultural Manifesto, featuring the A to Z of Indiana music. Rick created a playlist of 20th century Central Indiana bands, featuring jazz, punk, funk, new wave, folk, and psychedelic rock. This is by no means a definitive list, just an overview, highlighting some of the famous and obscure sounds created in Indiana over the last 100 years. Let's join my conversation with Rick Wilkerson. Thank you for being here, Rick. It's always a pleasure, Kyle. <laughs> I'm a longtime fan of yours. I used to shop at your... But are you a first-time caller? <laughs> <laughs> I shopped at your record store, uh, Missing Link, when you first opened it. I named by Named by Questlove is the best record store in America, right? I was just telling somebody about yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, when you were in Broad Ripple. Right. Yeah, it was when we were on College Avenue. Yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. was going to the original location over by the University of Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've also been involved in many different music, music projects, including Amoebas and Chaos, which were on the famous Red Snurts compilation, uh, We right? were. Yeah. We were indeed. Yeah. yeah. The classic document of early Indiana punk and new wave music. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And later you were in Tombstone Valentine, a psychedelic band, and uh, you've been involved in the music scene in a lot of different ways. And currently you're leading an initiative to uh, not only create uh, digital archive and database for music, but to create a physical space that documents uh, Indiana music history, right? That's correct. Yeah. It, it's called Indiana, Indiana Entertainment Foundation, and uh, we've, been, we've actually been going for quite a while, but mostly under the radar, and we're, we're, we're working on coming, becoming better known. Uh, one of the initiatives that we are launching this year, first time announced, Indiana Music History Project is going to be our branding from here on out. The foundation continues as the corporate arm, but uh, people are confused sometimes about that name because entertainment is a broad thing. So we're, gonna, we're really focused on music. So Indiana Music History Project is kind of what we're going to be known for and known as. And one aspect of what you're doing is creating the Indiana Musicpedia, a digital 
resource that's like Wikipedia, but dedicated exclusively to Indiana music. Right? Exactly. And that's one of the reasons we kind of repositioned the branding because, you know, we've, we've got an Indiana radio station on Live 365 and we've got Indiana Musicpedia on, on uh, its own website. Um, and it, it is like a Wikipedia. It's not using Wikipedia software. So it's not quite as easy to edit from a consumer standpoint, but, but, uh, but it can be. You can add comments and upload things. But basically what we're trying to do is and, of course, this is an impossible task, but we're trying to document literally every musician, every band, every artist, every songwriter, every studio, every record store, music shop, producer, agent, venue, all that, back to the beginning of music, really. I mean, mm-hmm. from, from you know, you could probably say 1900, but you can go f- further back if you can get documentation. I, I just think everybody should be given kind of equal treatment, you know, so the listing for Wes Montgomery or John Mellencamp may be a little longer than the listing for an obscure lounge band, but they all get a listing. Mm. And sometimes the stories behind the musicians and the songs are worth preserving in themselves, you know? Well, and that's where yeah. that's where people can come in and submit stories. I mean, it's an open comment kind of thing. They do have to be moderated because of spam, but we are wanting people to bring what they know, what they remember, what they saw, what they heard, who they knew, and those stories, and also documentation of those stories. You know, maybe you've got a flyer from 1968 or whatever, or a poster or something like that. You know, you can upload a digital file, and then it then it, it gets on, lives on the website from there. You know, I mentioned your experiences in music earlier. I'm curious, you know, the last few years of your life, you've spent a great deal of your free time devoted to creating this archive. What personally intrigues you about this work? You know, I love history. I'm, I'm a nostalgia person. People might say I'm a pack rat or hoarder. I might be. I'm not going to say. Uh, but I do love preserving any bits of history that I can. And, you know, focusing it on Indiana music it, it is really neat because it's a finite spectrum. You know, it's one state. And if you focus pre-CDs, which pretty much we are right now just because of manageability, there's a finite number of records, but you're still talking about records, you know, 10,000 records maybe that have an Indiana connection that were made between LPs and and, and uh, 45s and 7 inches. Uh, it's a finite universe, which gives you a chance to focus, but it's never ending. Mm-hmm. There's still stuff that turns up, and I, I'm amazed that still unknown records from Indiana get turned up, you know, like every month. Yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, there have been a handful of people that have done this work over the last few decades, from Larry Goshen to David Williams. But I think you were the first person I met who was, like, actively trying to document this music and disseminate it to the public through reissues and things. So, yeah, you, I appreciate all the work you've done in the past and appreciate the Indiana Musicpedia and all the other projects you have going now. So I'm excited to uh, give people a sort of a preview of some of that work through a playlist we're going to share today. We're going to share the A to Z of basically central Indiana music, right? Yep. Yeah. And you have <laughs> picked out bands for each letter of the alphabet. And let's let's start with the, the f- first couple letters of the alphabet. Uh, <laughs> do you have some uh, bands picked out for us, A, B? Yeah, uh, A is pretty easy. Um... There's a, there, there really are two significant ones, and we'll maybe focus on one of them, but the uh, anonymous, which you mentioned earlier, which is Ron Metellic from Sir Winston and the Commons, his 19, mid-1970s band. And then the Accents, you know, which were a huge band in the 
in the 70s uh, here. In you know, they they even owned their own club. They released several records. They got a uh, an LP out by uh, on RCA. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anonymous was truly anonymous. Nobody knew anything about them. They never played out. Um, it was uh, the singer and the drummer from Sir Winston and the Commons and some other players and. They put out a record that nobody knew, and they called themselves anonymous because they never played out. And then 20 years later, everybody wants that record. 40 years later, a lot more people want that record. Right. In what year was it you put out your first, the first reissue of that record? Uh, I think it was around 95 or 96. Yeah, it was very, pretty early on in the the whole reissue revival uh, period. Well, we weren't original. We were were emulating uh, what some of the other... Uh, labels were doing around the country, but we were the first one to really focus on Indiana, Indiana stuff. Yeah. Well, let's play a song from Anonymous. Do you have a favorite track off that record? Who's uh, been fooling? Jay Ryder, Pick Up and Run. There's so uh, who's many. been fooling is is a great one. I mean, yeah. I, th- that whole album is my favorite, so it's hard to p- pick out a song. Yeah, incredible group, incredible album. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Who's Been Fooling by Anonymous. <laughs>
and Rick, we're going through the Indiana Musicpedia A to Z of Central Indiana music. Do you have some uh, selections lined up for the letter B? I have one. Uh, yeah. There, are, well, there were really two. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll talk about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Boys Next Door, mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the biggest '60s bands that came out of here. Kind of had a Beach Boys sound. Played a lot uh, here and toured actually, mm-hmm. and they toured all over the Midwest and I think probably beyond that. Had several. 45s out. Never had an LP out, but they had several 45s. Um, they kind of started in Muncie, but they ended up in Indianapolis, and uh, that, that's a really impressive amount of work that they did. And the other B you had, I think, was uh, the other Billy B Ball. is Billy Ball of uh, yeah. Billy Ball and the Upsetters, another another uh, one of Indian, Indiana's uh, soul greats, who put out. I think maybe three, three 45s, I think, and they were all fantastic. Best known for Tighten Up. Uh, just an amazing funk record. And again, like most everything that was released in the late 60s, early 70s in the soul scene in Indiana, nobody knew about it. I mean, the, the local fans knew about it, and a lot of people bought the records. The WTLC played the records, but they never really got beyond Indiana. Until collectors started finding them years and years later, and now once again, that's another record everybody wants and nobody can find. Well, let's listen to the classic Billy Ball single, "Tighten Up Tighter." I believe it's "Tighten Up Tighter." Right? That's it. Yeah. Yep. Bye, right, everybody. This is Robert Bell Matthews of Robert Shorty Upsetters. We got a new thing called "Tighten Up Tighter." I'm gonna get up shots to play the music to tighten up China by. Right now we're gonna get our bass playing drummer to tighten up China. Our bass playing drummer. Tighten up China. We tighten up China on the East Coast here. We're in Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Washington. Oh yeah. Tighten up China there. Now we're gonna get our guitar player to tighten up China. We're up to C and D. Let's go ahead and uh, jump into both uh, C and D. All right. Uh, I, I guess we'll go with, with Coven, one of the Indiana, Indiana's weirdest acts in that they became one of the first satanic-oriented bands. Um, they really moved to Chicago, and one of the, that's one of the repeating themes in Indiana music is our best talent generally moves out. Uh, once they get going because they get signed to a record label or they, they get on a club circuit and they go so they go where the money is. And usually the money is not here. Uh, but Coben put out uh, 
a record called um, Witchcraft, and it was um, it landed in the in the racks right around the same time as the the uh, Sharon Tate murders, and Mercury Records, which put it out, got really nervous and pulled the record from distribution because they didn't want to be seen as promoting um, Manson and his activities. Right. The B side of that record is a satanic ritual. It's right. not rock music, right. but it's like a recording of a satanic ritual. Yeah. 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 So it's 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 a strange one. Yeah. And uh, you know, Jinx Dawson was in a garage band before that um, here, and uh, in fact, him Dawson, and her or something, him, or? him, her, and them. Yeah. 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 And uh, then she, her family owned Dawson's Lake, which a lot of you. My age will remember going out there and seeing shows and being on the beach and whatnot. Um, and she's still going. Yeah, she's, they she's, play in Europe. All yeah, the they time. play in Europe yeah. all the time. They never play here. Yeah, but they are huge uh, outside of here in the kind of the death death metal. I wouldn't even call them death metal, yeah. but they're in the black but metal or whatever they, realm. They they receive credit for popularizing the demon horn hand gesture, right? That's one of the things they've gotten credit for. Is yeah, right? they, they say they beat Black Sabbath, and there's documentation to support that. Yeah. Um, so, and, and in fact, one of the odd, weird things about about Coven is they had a member named Oz Osborne. Right, I know. And that was it's his so real weird. name. Yeah. And so you got Oz Osborne and Coven and Black Sabbath with Ozzy Osborne yeah. coming out almost at exactly the same time, but there's documentation that Coven were first. Yeah. And what's the D pick you have for us? Uh, the D pick is the Diplomatics. Oh, yeah, of course. Rodney yeah. Stepp, yep. high school sensations that recorded for Lamp Records. Yep. Mostly Re- kids out of attics, yeah. Yeah, and it, one, another one of the soul greats from here, and their music is timeless. Um, Rod, everything Rodney's done has been amazing, and that was kind of where he started. And they started out as the Diplomats, you may mm-hmm. know that, yeah. and then they had to change their name because there was probably 50 other yeah. diplomats. It was back when the world was much larger and we didn't really know what was going on outside of our neighborhood. So they became the diplomatics. Yeah. Well, let's listen to Coven. I'll pick uh, one of my favorite songs. They okay. recorded White Witch of Rose Hall. And then we'll listen to the diplomats, diplomatics with Humbug. Sounds good. Without your love 
Yep. What do you have for the letter E? Uh, well, that's an easy one. Ebony Rhythm. Oh, of course. Ebony yeah. Rhythm Band, every Ebony Rhythm Funk Campaign. They're, they're kind of related. They're yeah. the same, some of the same people. Yep. And uh, Ebony Rhythm Band really was an Indianapolis band. Mm-hmm. And then Ebony, Ebony Rhythm Funk Campaign you know, was in L.A. Uh, after several of the members moved to L.A. But, yeah, they, uh, they, they were the backing band for a number of um, some of the soul records, right? Yeah, they were the house band, essentially, of Lamp Records and right. played on the Vanguards and uh, a couple other, the Pearls, a couple other groups that recorded for Lamp. Yeah, and so essentially a lot of their music was instrumental. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, the, the really, really famous Soul Heart Transplant record about Lewis Russell mm-hmm. being the first uh, transplant uh, was, it the, was he the first? Longest trans- surviving. Longest I think surviving, is, is that, yeah, the, yeah. that the deal? Yeah, yeah I've uh, looked into that okay. because I played the song so much, I, and I've always gotten the history butchered, but he was like at that time the longest surviving heart transplant recipient because people were, I guess, not living too long in the early the, days. You know, early yeah. days, yeah. it was pretty, very experimental, yeah. 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 And he was, he was here, so that was the, the tribute to him. And then the, the, the flip side was Drugs Ain't Cool, yeah. which was – Supposed to be an anti-drug song, yeah. and they want—they actually won a contest from the mayor's office mm-hmm. 
that was supposed to be an anti-drug message when it really isn't. So yeah, it's and kind of... Lester famously told me that he spent the prize money on a bag of weed. <laughs> <laughs> That's poetic. Yes, and F. F. Boy, F is F is tough because you've got the Faith Band. Mm. You've got uh, the Four Freshmen, which started at Butler and then became huge. You've got Funk, Inc., yeah. uh, the great uh, soul jazz band. And, and you've got the Five Stars, yeah. which had you know one of the early uh, uh, nuclear hits, you know, uh, Atom Bomb Baby in the oh, 50s, yeah. Yeah. kind of a white doo-wop thing that yeah. uh, became very, very popular and is kind of a cult favorite because of the because of the topic. Yeah, I love all those groups. If I had to pick, I would go with Funk Inc. What what do you have a preference? I don't have a preference of yeah. song. You call it. Okay, one of my favorite Steve Weekly guitar solos is in a track called "They Trying to Get Me." A lot of like feedback. It's great. So we'll hear Ebony Rhythm Band with Soul Heart Transplant and Funk Inc. with "They Trying to Get Me." <laughs> Doctor Williams, why aren't you hurry this morning? I have a heart transplant today. Thank you. 
Cultural Manifesto will return after this short break. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest this week is the musician and archivist Rick Wilkerson. Rick is a co-founder of the Indiana Music History Project, an organization devoted to researching and promoting Indiana music history. One of the projects created by the Indiana Music History Project is the Indiana Musicpedia, an alphabetically listed compendium of Indiana musicians and music-related businesses. To celebrate Rick's work with the Indiana Musicpedia, we're going through the A to Z of Central Indiana bands. Let's return to my conversation with Rick Wilkerson. We're going through the A to Z of Central Indiana music. This is not, by the way, meant to be a best-of list or a definitive uh, representation of Indiana music. This is just an overview of the kinds of uh, music you're archiving on your Indiana Musicpedia website. Correct? Yeah, let me let me talk about the yeah. you know each listing has kind of a format. Uh, we, we we put uh, uh, the name of the band, where they're where they're from, if we can locate that. Sometimes we can't. Where the, what's, what town they're from, and then the members and anybody that played in the band, you know, and then we have a, a link to the Discogs page uh, for a discography because that's what they do. And a brief bio, you know, usually two, three, four paragraphs. And we also list um, related acts. So uh, the cool thing about the way the software works in this thing is it auto-links. So if you have um, a member that's been in several bands or a band – uh, that's had several incarnations. They all link back to each other, mm. yeah. so you can kind of you can you can literally surf Indiana Musicpedia, you know, by going from uh, from the links in the text. It's pretty fun. And what we're doing today is just an overview of some of the bands listed on there. I asked you to come up with an A to Z list, and I know it's hard to <laughs> separate. Uh, it's uh, impossible, yeah. actually, in some cases, yeah. but that's okay. Separate that's part one of the from the list, yeah. What's So we're up to, we had Funk Inc., so we're up to G and the H. Okay, well, with G, um, there's some really amazing bands from outside of Indiana mm. that are G, or outside of Indianapolis that are G, but uh, we'll go with Good Seed because they're from Indianapolis. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, a couple of, they had maybe four records out, and yeah. I think they've regrouped and put another one out. I don't really? know if they're still going, yeah. but yeah, they've actually got a website. They put an, a CD out maybe three years ago, and um, but they put three or four, I think it's four records out in the in the late 70s to early 80s, one of which was on Village Records. Yeah, they had some national success, Yeah, they right? did. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And H. H is really tough because okay. the, the, the three big ones are all big. Um, the Hampton Sisters, mm. you know, uh, and since we're doing groups, Slight Hampton does not appear here yet. We'll do him down the road. Sure. Uh, Hampton Sisters, the Highlighters, which Funky 16 Corners, one of the great funk songs of, of all time, really, whether it's Indiana or not. And Hamilton Movement. Yeah. Uh, they're all they're all important. Man, uh, do you? I'll pick one if you don't have a. I think you're gonna. I think I think you're gonna have to pick because yeah. I can't pick. I'll play "She's Gone" by the Hamilton Movement because that's such a great record that it doesn't is. really get a lot of spin here. So that's yeah, true. we're gonna hear "Good Seed" and Hamilton Movement with "She's Gone."
You know life is a funny, funny thing. You know, everybody believes that love is all about money. But you know, I'm a strong believer that love, true love is from the heart, from the soul. to I and J. All right. Well, I, you've got uh, two names that, uh, you know, you wouldn't put together, but uh, you got to. Ink Spots, mm-hmm. you know, which had their start in Indiana Avenue. Now, the, most people don't know this. I mean, a lot of people around here know it, but if you look up their bio, I mean, they, they really don't talk about Indianapolis very much. They ended up doing some stuff in Cincinnati, so some people credit they Cincinnati. They got popular on the radio station, the yeah. WLW. WLW, yeah, yeah. yeah, but they're really from here the originally. The original group was all four Indianapolis guys. Yeah. Jerry Daniels, let's see if I can remember, Charlie oh. Fuqua, Deke Watson, and uh, Hoppy Jones, all, all right, Indianapolis guys. Yeah, yeah. You, know, yeah. You, you know that group. I love That's them. great, yeah. yeah. And they, they, you know, they were huge, you know, and in, in worldwide. Oh, and yeah. They were so huge that, of course, they kept reforming uh, until I don't know how long ago, yeah. Um, under with different names, you know, most of the ori- I think all the originals are gone. Oh but, yeah, uh, long gone. But uh, you've had other people that came along in the touring bands and, and later records that then started their own ink spots. In fact, you had two or three ink spots being out at the there same at the same time. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw one when I was a kid. One of the yeah. variations. But yeah, they're the only Indianapolis group in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too, which is oh, an interesting distinction. Wow. Distinction. That is. 1989, they were inducted as a for their influence on R&B and vocal group music. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, let's listen to one of the original Ink Spots records with the four Indianapolis members. Uh, cat, that Cat is High. That's before, a before we do that, yeah. okay. i got to put the other eye in there sure. because we got Indiana Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra. Okay, yeah. I mean, we, we, the ISO, <laughs> I mean, we can't forget yeah. them, and I, I don't want to slight classical music because we don't. We cover yeah. every genre. So that's another one that's... Uh, I mean, they've been going a long time, and they're still going. Yeah. So we'll hear That Cat is High by the Ink Spots and Jay. 
And Jay is another tough one, uh, but uh, I'm landing on Jazzy Cassie mm. um, and uh, Joys of Life. Uh, Man, I, we heard so Jazzy Cassie was basically the Diplomatics under a, a new name, right. right? With a few different members. So we heard Rodney Stepp and the Diplomatics. Okay, I love Joys of Life. Oh, they it's made they're wonderful. A, an incredible record on Columbia. I think, yes, right? yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, it was a pr- pretty good sized uh, success, I think. But for some reason, they didn't get to do any more than that. But then they had two other singles on this mysterious label out of New York called Tomorrow Records, mm. which apparently they didn't know were released at the time. So. But there's a, the, the joys of life had really were popular here uh, for a, a couple of years at least, played around a lot. Do you remember what, like, the best side on that Columbia record is? Good Times Are Over is one, Descent is the other? I think Descent is my favorite of the two. Okay, okay. Well, we'll hear the Ink Spots with That Cat Is High and Joys of Life with Descent. <laughs> Boys, I'm mellow as a honeydew, yeah. That cat is high. Look that look in his eye. Old man is high. Yes, higher than a kite. That cat is high. Look that look in his eye. Man, I wouldn't lie. The cat's higher than a kite. Now when you see him stumbling up and down the street, you know that cat's been drinking. Got no shoes upon his feet. Man, he's high. I said that cat is high. Yes, he's high. Man, he's higher than a kite. That cat is high. Look at that look in his eye. Man, I wouldn't lie. The cat's higher than a kite. Boys, he's high. Just look at them two black eyes. You know I wouldn't lie. He's higher than the sky. When you see him tipping round and round the block, know that cat is very beef, beef clean down to his socks. That cat is high, boys, I wouldn't lie. Oh my, oh my, he's higher than a kite. Yeah. Yeah. 
evil actions. By lying any other means, you made me prince of public scenes. But you're the one that told me love is quarrel. You built a wall around my soul, but you know I've learned to get along and sacrifice those things you denied me. Now fate took hold and ripped that wall, and now my soul is free of all your madness, pain, and sorrow. Up to K and L in our Indiana Musicpedia countdown here. Uh, what do you have for K? Um, K is pretty easy. Uh, the 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 band that I think of the most in 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 Indianapolis that starts with K is Keedy and the Cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, late fifties, early rock and roll. Yeah, the big big rock and roll. Largely here. instrumental group. Yep. And I mentioned to you, I am really crazy about a record they put out in nineteen sixty one called Way Out, which features an early synthesizer. Yeah. As heard on yeah, we, also on Del Shannon's Runaway. It, yeah. it's an unbelievable track. Yeah, great sound. And for L For L Help Me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? Well I've got the late show. Okay, great band. I've got the latex novelties. Okay. Uh, I've got light. And I've got the last four digits. I mean, they're all important. Well, you put out a last four digits record a reissue, right? Let's we go did. with that. We did. We did that uh, about five years ago. Last four digits um, had a couple of 45, what, 145 out, I guess. Yeah, 145 out back in the day in the early 80s, and then, but kept going and all had all these wonderful recordings. And uh, so we were able to get all of that on an LP. And then we have a CD that goes with the LP that it has all of the album plus a 30-minute live CBGB's performance. Right. They made it to New York and yeah. played at the legendary CBGB's. Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. last four-digit song? I'm going to go with the cover they did of Diddy Wah Did. Diddy okay. Wah Diddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The so, Captain Beefheart song. Right, right. yeah. He yeah. did He did, He did. did a great version of yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll hear Kitty and the Cats with Way Out and the last four digits with Diddy Wah Diddy.
I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. On this week's show, we're going through the A to Z of Central Indiana bands with my guest, Rick Wilkerson, a co-founder of the Indiana Music History Project and the Indiana Musicpedia. Let's return to my conversation with Rick as we focus on the letters M and N. M is, M is very fertile as well. I'm going to settle on Mason Prophet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Another like Coven, they moved to Illinois. I think I think they were in Chicago mm-hmm. um, when they became big, but but they started out here. And uh, it's the Talbot brothers who were in Sound Unlimited and uh, the Quinn Chords and something else. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm blanking on it too. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, they were, and then they became Mason Prophet, and then later on, those two guys went off and did Christian records, and I think still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still going. And do you have an in pick for us too? Uh, the the in I'm going to go with one that's not too well known, but is very important because it brought together a lot of uh, the best jazz players in the uh, in the '80s mm-hmm. from here, called the Nap- Naptown Afro Jazz Quintet. Yeah, love that group. That's such an interesting record with Prince Julius from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Wooten was right. kind of the face of the group. Royce Campbell, Steve Dockin, and Jack Guilfoy again, yeah. as we mentioned. So, yeah, that's a really unique record in local uh, record collecting culture. Yeah, yep, yeah. hard to find. Yeah, now it is. Yeah, I, I remember that. when you find it, found it at my store and made me aware of it. That it was Do you like, remember that? Yeah, that it was like <laughs> suddenly not a dollar record yeah, right. anymore. Yeah. I think it was a $10 record that wasn't, was worth a lot more yeah, than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have a Mason Prophet song you would want to share? Oh, we got to go with Two Hangmen. Two Hangmen? Yeah. yeah. And for Naptown Afro Jazz Quintet. You got do me you on have that a, one. Yeah, uh, Crown Royal. Let's okay. listen to a great right. Latin jazz cut. As I rode into Tombstone on my horse, his name's Mac I saw what I'll relate to you going on behind my back It seems the folks were up in arms, a man now had to die For believing things that didn't fit the laws they'd set aside The man's name was I'm a freak, the best that I could see He was the executioner, a hangman just like me I guess that he'd seen loopholes from working with his rope He'd hung the wrong men many times, so now he'd turn to hope He'd talk to all the people from his scaffold in the square he told them of the things he found, but they didn't seem to care He said the laws were obsolete, a change they should demand But the people only walked away, he couldn't understand The marshal's name was Uncle Sam He said he'd right this wrong He'd make the hangman shut his mouth If it took him all along He finally arrested Freak And then he sent for me To hang a fellow hangman From a fellow hangman's tree It didn't take them long To try him in their court of law He was guilty then of thinking A crime much worse than all They sentenced him to die So his seed of thought can't spread And infect the little children 
that's what the law had said. So the hanging day came round, and he walked up to the noose. I pulled the lever, but before he fell, I cut him loose. They called it all conspiracy, and that I had to die. So to close our mouths and kill our minds, they hung us side by side. And now we're two hanging men hanging from a tree that don't bother me. That was the Naptown Afro Jazz Quintet, 
with Crown Royal. This has been the first episode of our special two-part series featuring the A to Z of Indiana music. Tune in this Saturday evening at 6 for part two. And go to indianamusicpedia.com to learn more about the music we've been sharing over the last hour. Thank you to my guest, Rick Wilkerson, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Kyle Long, and you've been listening to Cultural Manifesto.